Let's see here. All right, guys, and welcome. We are now, now live, Chris. Welcome to another fantastic episode of This Week in Reselling. I am your host, Ray, and I am joined by my guest, Chris, a.k.a. ThriftBCQ. How are you, Chris? Uh, listen, Ray, I I got a bone to pick uh, right now. I'm just going to say it straight out. Today, I had a dinner of wings with the flavor Nashville hot chicken. And um, I got to say, it was not that spicy as I thought it would be. And uh, like, I, I was expecting Chris, more listen heat. Here. Listen here, Chris. Where right, was sorry. this? Where was this chicken? Where was this chicken that you ate? What was the restaurant? All right, all right. Okay, so was it it's chicken a, wings. Was it yes, chicken it, in the was, bone? Was it tenders? Like what's going on here? It it was chicken wings, but I I got okay. it at a local uh, chain here. It's a uh, they're they're known to have several franchises here called St. Louis Wings. Uh, but yeah, one of their flavor new flavors was the Nashville Hot. Uh, chicken wings and uh so i decided describe, to give them describe a this flavor to me chris because okay. i gotta make right. sure that this is the correct flavor here all right so okay so it's got a lot of tang to it so tang? that tang yes okay interesting what is the what is tang flavor? what is that like <laughs> what is that so tang was like a more of like a citrusy type of tang and it also had okay. it had some heat but not to the point where I'm like, okay, well, I need some like water or something. But I don't know, man. Like maybe, uh, maybe it was just that chain because there are there are other places that have that flavor, and maybe I'm just maybe they just didn't make it right. But I, I, okay. I don't know. I didn't have you had any it. other hot Nashville hot chicken flavor or anything before? Uh not yet. No. Not yet. So this was your first ever experience experiencing Nashville hot chicken was on yes. chicken wings correct yes i know it was okay. the wrong thing okay. to okay. do that's interesting but... <laughs> now let me tell you let me tell you what Nashville hot chicken is supposed to taste like okay all right all right let me tell you what it's supposed to taste like so the hotter that you get the more dangerous it gets okay for instance right. one of my favorite places to get hot chicken here is called Hattie Bees they're you know they're starting to break out and go into different states of course and yeah. uh, they their hottest their hottest flavor is called shut the cluck up, okay. You have to you have to sign a waiver before you really? eat any of any of these chicken chicken tenders, uh, chicken on the bone kind of thing. It's extremely hot. So and then the actual like uh, hot chicken flavor. There's a lot of cayenne. It's a lot of dry spice on it. You know, right. it's not necessarily like wet, like a like let's say like a like a buffalo sauce. It's more like a dry heat, you know. Right. And then they marinate it the day before before they fry it, so it's like in the in the bone, in the meat of the chicken, you know. Gotcha. Yeah. No, it wasn't actually that wet, like you mentioned. It had kind of like a shiny coat to it, but it wasn't yeah. at all like really wet at all. So I don't. Maybe it was just like, the place they, I went to. Of course. And another thing, a lot like Nashville hot chicken, they don't really do it with chicken wings. I don't know why, which it sounds like that's a, like a no brainer, but it's usually on tenders or, you know, this, you know, like chicken breasts, chicken thighs, mm -hmm. you know, chicken legs, 
you know, things like that, you know. But uh, and you can tell the stuff that's the hotter, the darker that it is. It's almost like a purple black color, you know. Interesting. Do you know? Do you know the or? Let me tell you for the people, and I know I'm a foodie. I know that Chris also likes to eat as well. Yeah, you know eater. we're big boys, so you know we, we put it. We put a we put a lot of work in our craft, right, Chris? I love it on the seafood so, diet. Ex- exactly. So uh, one <laughs> of the let me tell you the story behind the Nashville hot chicken. You ready for this? I'm ready. I'll sit back. These and we'll we'll put up uh, pictures of Nashville hot chicken on the screen so you guys can. Oh my god. Can, that looks, can that looks it, glorious. You know, like look at this. Look at this right here. That was one thousand percent not what I. You see the spice. Like oh, yeah, so this good. is what it is, man. Like, you see the spice. You know, like the 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 dry rub that's on there. Yes. Did they put? And then you always eat it with the pickle. You know, because the pickle like cuts the, uh, you know, the acidity of the pickle helps it mm-hmm. with the uh, the spiciness. My mouth is really watering right now, Chris. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but uh, so story has story has it that um, and this is still a thing. This is still Prince's Hot Chicken is the originator of Nashville Hot Chicken, right? Prince's Hot Chicken yes. is still a hot chicken place here. They're saying like the great aunt of the woman that owns Prince's, her uh, her husband was known to be a uh, womanizer. You per, you know per se. He came home yeah. late one day. She wanted to get back at him and made the his dinner extra spicy. In this case, it was a uh, fried chicken night. Extra spicy. He liked it. And then, and then the chicken took off. So that's where Nashville hot chicken came from. Interesting. Very it's interesting. Very, isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah. And it's a thing. And it's a thing. And, uh, you know, Princess Hot Chicken, you know, you, you could see celebrities like Jerry Seinfeld going in and out, you know, just different people. that when they come to Nashville, that's usually where where they come, you know, is Princess Hot Chicken, because that's the OG. That's what it's supposed to taste like. And of course, people have duplicated and replicated and, uh, you know, gone from there. So but this is a reselling podcast, Chris. <laughs> but we like to talk. We do like to talk food. Uh, I had to bring it up. Sorry. No, no, no. I love it. But uh, guys, uh, Chris, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on. Dustin could not be here today because he is on. Uh, he's on daddy duty today. Of course, you know oh, how okay. that is. Of course. Of course. And yes. so, uh, but he is here with spirit. And uh, if he was here, this hot chicken conversation would go on. Uh, it, it would go on another hour <laughs> and dude they actually happy bees actually does a hot uh chicken turkey that you can order Ooh, that's interesting mm-hmm. because i mean they're not as turkey is very very tough so like you can i don't know how they it's got to be amazing how they prepare that because uh it's, it's tough to get it nice and moist but also i don't know if they bread it or anything like that but turkey okay sorry i'm getting have I'm to bread it. A i don't know here. <laughs> <laughs> no you know what that's interesting i know we we or actually ordered a um smoked turkey for uh someone's playing uh street fighter sorry that was my phone i apologize did i, I hear the street fighter sound yeah the capcom oh, is, it, sound. Is, is it the street fighter it's the street fighter yeah capcom that's what it was yeah um but we ordered a actually a uh, barbecue a um smoked turkey from a, a barbecue place 
uh, here. So it was uh, amazing. Oh, dude, it was so good. It was so good. But let's say hi to some people in the chat right quick, Chris. Because we have all of our favorites, of course. Absolutely. Uh, We have Shay the... Shay, the MD picker, is here to join us. Good to see you, Shay. Uh, we have uh, Marie is here. Uh, seen, what is that? Senor Cole says I'm here with the No Limit Soldiers logo on there. Let's Ooh, go. Wow. Okay. That's we, a throwback. Right? That's a throwback. I'm liking that. Oh, and of man. course, we have our boy Speedy, a.k.a. Raymond. He's here. Uh, and Jennifer Hayes, the OG. Yes. MVP of everyone's live stream. Gotta love Jennifer. She's here, of course. And we have Knucklehead Hustler. He says, what up, what up? Just back from a Facebook pickup of Pokemon cards. $80 from 160, 200 of cards. Okay, interesting. Wow. Let us know a little bit more about that. Let's see here. This is like diners, drive-ins, and dives of the backstory of the dish. Exactly. Let's see. <laughs> of, uh, let's see. Did it? Okay, this is about reselling. I'm out. Wait, we can talk more food. We just need to have a podcast <laughs> of just food in general. But uh, Chris, we haven't talked in a long time. So how are you doing? I brother? know, I know, man. I know it's been a while. Ah, uh, man, it's it's been crazy. Like honestly, with uh, with work and like I'm still working full time, but at the same time, I am doing reselling still. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that hasn't changed. Uh, just my, I guess, my way of how I'm doing reselling has changed. Uh, in the sense that I'm picking up certain items now, uh, as opposed to just picking up everything when I first started. But it, it's it's been definitely a lot more convenient now, just based on uh, the area that I'm in and what I'm picking up. But yeah, it's it's been good though, man. It's been good. I mean, yeah, it's what is it? When was the last time we spoke? Honestly, it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, that's why I was like, I gotta have the beat. I gotta have the beast back on. On the, back on the channel, like Cajun recently said, we gotta have the beast back on. There you go. We gotta have him back on. But that's good, Chris. I'm glad that you're doing good. I know that um, Christmas is coming up. I'm glad you're still mm-hmm. reselling. And I think that you know, the more that we do this, of course, we're gonna get a little more careful of the things that we pick up. I mean, we've been doing this for a while, so it's like we're not picking up everything, and we already know we have that experience. You know. Yeah picking up just the good stuff you know you don't want to pick up junk you know it's those learning learning experiences that we had when we first started off of course and guys i know that on the chat here we have all, all resellers and experienced resellers but if anybody has any questions or if you're new into reselling and you have any questions do ask us i know chris and i we've been doing this part-time for several years now i would say chris yeah. is very successful doing it and um he has a great YouTube channel. Make sure you follow him there, the Thrift Beast on YouTube and on Instagram. All of it, his link tree is actually uh, down in the description below. So make sure you follow, hit him up on all of his socials. And uh, Chris, just for the people that may not know, and I know that um, you've been doing this for a while, but uh, the people that are listening to this audio audibly on a yeah. podcast forum this week in reselling, uh, they may not know you. Like, how did you get into reselling? Um, what made you get into reselling um, and all that good stuff? Tell, tell us the origin story of how Chris became the Thrift Beast CQ. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I would say now it's it's been since what 2000 since 2018. 
I think was it 2018 or 2019 maybe just uh just past 2019 that I started and uh, yeah I started pretty much uh, looking at ways I can make a side hustle um, at the time uh, my daughter was really young so I was doing a lot of side jobs like Uber Eats and uh, uh, skip the dishes and like even Instacart as well and uh, I think one of the main things that drew me away from it really was like wanting to be able to spend time at home with my family, like and my kids. So uh, one of the things I was just looking up is reselling actually. And uh, I managed to find videos from guys like, uh, oh, what's his name? Gary V of course. Um, but yeah, he yeah. was one of the guys I first started looking at because he did the whole garage sale thing. Uh, seeing you can make a quick buck on certain like picking up stuff just from whatever and then making a, a profit off of it so that just helped me try to dive right into it more try to learn more from other youtubers as well and um frankly it's it's funny because when i met ray and dustin it was from a guy named uh reyes the entrepreneur and um like I, that was one of the guys that's that right, I started right. I figuring out that. the whole reselling thing from. And um, so he ended up creating a Facebook group for like guys like that were wanting to create content. And it just so happened that there was a whole bunch of resellers in there. And two of the guys there were me and Ray and Dustin. So that's how we first met over there. And then we, from there, we just started posting stuff on YouTube and just, I guess it was at a point where we were just trying to, I guess for me at least hold myself accountable to what I was posting, what I was selling. Uh, but yeah, I just, now the, the hard part for me was like trying to find Canadians that were doing it because there weren't very many, there was probably maybe three or four that were doing it in Canada uh, on YouTube at least. Uh, so that, that was pretty tough. And so I, I find certain guys there, there was guys like um, Chris, uh, the Chris's treasure chest. That was one of the Canadian guys that I've uh, really started watching because I think uh, with the cost of shipping and stuff in Canada, it's super expensive. Uh, so like I mm. it maybe want to try to find like really high end items. Well, not, not right away, but I mean uh, it helped me transition to wanting to find those types of things when I go to thrift stores. Uh, but yeah, that that's how it really started. And then from there, I just, started watching everyone and started learning different niches, whether it be clothing, uh, electronics, video games, shoes, even like Pokemon cards and all those stuff. Uh, it's crazy what you can learn out there. Like, and just recently I, I started learning more about Yu-Gi-Oh and uh, because that was a crazy find for me uh, for one of the things I found at the thrift store. And I just had to learn more about it because like, if I ever find this stuff, it's crazy money. I'm sorry, Chris. You kind of cut out. You were in the the gulag there for a sec. What what was it that you were talking about? Did you say Yu-Gi-Oh cards? Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Okay, sorry about that. That's okay. And just cut. You kind of cut out for a sec there. Yeah. So yeah, that was one of the main things uh, that I found just recently, and so that was one thing that I tried searching for on YouTube: Yu-Gi-Oh stuff and different packs, the different types of like sets that they have uh but yeah i mean it's it's been really fun though so far like even still like i'm even though i'm i'm still doing ebay i'm still doing a bit of amazon as well uh not as much as ebay though right now interesting yeah, yeah nice that's nice the, nice that's the gist of it well the journey has been isn't that crazy 
Yeah, yeah, the journey, man. What? Let me ask you this question: What what made you want to even create content for YouTube? Like, did the reselling go come first, or did the YouTube come first and then the reselling? Like, what was the? Or it was just kind of like both both of them were coming at the same time. It's like if I'm gonna do the reselling, might as well do the YouTube because then I can document my journey, kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, it started more really at the same time. Uh, I'd say I, I like I started listing probably my first five items, and then I started really just posting my first video, and just went from there uh, right after that. So it was really just I, I would say it'd be the same time, uh, just to keep myself accountable. Yeah. That's nice, of course. And for the people that may have a YouTube channel on here, um, Chris, we recently just got monetized, and we've been on YouTube for going on almost two to three years. I don't even remember when our first video was up. But yeah. just could you talk about a little bit of that grind, that YouTube grind, to get oh to God. the point to where you're making <laughs> those couple, that couple, that one dollar and ten cents a day or whatever? You yeah, know, people are making, you know, a small. Yeah, no, first, first off, congrats, man, because that, that stuff is not easy to get to, um, especially when the time that we started. I think it's a lot. There's a lot more reseller YouTubers out there now that it's a lot more easier to network mm -hmm. and get the views and the, the like the subscribers as well, um, just to get there a bit faster. Um, I think the main thing that was tough was trying to be as consistent as possible uh, when. Yeah. When I first started, I was trying to do at least two to three videos a week. Uh, and that was absolutely difficult for me because I was working a full-time job. Uh, but I mean, I, I made it work. I, I did a full-time job. I did reselling. I did YouTube videos, getting nothing out of it. But then uh, luckily I've been able to like network with a lot of great guys and uh, great other like YouTubers. Uh, and then being able to, uh, I guess, contribute in any way I can with the community, whether it just be like commenting on specific questions, uh, that I think that's one thing that can kind of get you noticed when you're uh, saying the right things in the chat. Um, and then also, if you're willing to just create compelling content too, uh, mm. it, it's a process for you to understand what is really working and what's not. Uh, because at the same time, too, there are things that you like to do and enjoy showing on YouTube. But at the same time, it's not what people are looking for. And like, uh, I'll be the first to say I enjoy doing the, the thrifting and getting all the uh, like these crazy items. But at the same time, my all my views are a lot of my views are coming from shipping videos uh, from Canada. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny that way but it's i mean it is what it is you gotta be uh you gotta be disciplined with what you're gonna put out there and that's that's the key thing i think to growing your channel yeah i i agree with you chris because you know those shipping videos people come over because it it's there's value in watching those videos you know it's like mm -hmm. You know, for a small channel, it's like they're coming over there because they, they need something out of it. But, like, once you grow, it's like they know you more and they enjoy the thrift halls and all that, which doesn't necessarily have that much value into it. But, yeah. you know, once you get bigger, they just enjoy seeing you and interacting with you and seeing, hey, what's 
what kind of crazy stuff did Chris find? You know, you know, but yeah, but uh, you know, it is a grind. So if anybody's on here or listen to it and they want to uh grow their YouTube, just you know, like Chris was saying, get in a community. And uh, I mean, the so many people here in the chat that's helped us, you know, yeah. grow and put in those watch hours because that's the hard part is having those 4,000 watch hours. Oh, so that's yeah. a grind right there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So let's say hi to some of the new people that just jumped on that, that you know, that helped us for sure. We have a uh, Kent. He says, um, Oh man, <laughs> Kent, I haven't he seen he that says, guy. What's up so guys? Long. Yeah. Right. I know. Right. He says, <laughs> up, you know, he says, what's up? We have, uh, we have the, the uh, flipping sports guy. He says, hello. Good to see you. And then we have thrifter sifter. Matt, he says, I like that name, Thrift Beast. It's a thank you. It's a banger of a name for sure. It is. Hey, if you guys want to go get some cool merch, go check out Chris's uh, link tree. He's got some really cool merch with that logo. And I can't remember what the old logo just had the maple leaf on there, right? Yeah, it did. It was just a maple leaf with the, the name Thrift Beast on it. But now it's like a, a claw with the like a little bit of a maple leaf, but then it's got like a nice, uh, font i'd say uh to the thrift piece it's really nice but oh, yeah it's, no it's, it's, it's sick i like one it of the nice sure. ones. yeah yeah you see right there on his uh instagram page that's what it looks like oh, it's yeah. pretty cool it's pretty cool i definitely need i need to get a coffee mug i don't know why i keep uh <laughs> not getting one like I, I forget about it and I'm like, I see you, I see your stuff, and I'm like, oh man, I still need to get that coffee mouth, you know. But uh Chris, we have we know a little bit more about you, but let's get down to the more of the nitty-gritty about Chris. So gotcha. this is a seg segment of the show that a lot of people like. It's called overrated, underrated, of course. I'm gonna ask <laughs> you 10 different subjects, five having to do with reselling and five not having to do with reselling whatsoever. And you tell me if in your opinion they are overrated or underrated and tell us why okay does that sound good bring it bring it i'm ready let's do it bring it bring it he says but before we get into that chris and i know that you have a lot of experience with this is buying and reselling funko pops so we want to go ahead and give a shout out to our sponsor of the podcast poppingofftoys.com chris if you ever want anything having to do with with Funko Pops, you need to go to poppingofftoys.com because they got it all, baby. They got the new Funko Pops. They got the vaulted Funko Pops. They have the new Funko Sodas. I don't know if you know what that is, Chris, but this is the new wave right here. This is the new like uh, th thing that people are collecting. You know, they have Chase variants, of course, of the figures. I've heard it's of like them, yeah. The soda inside. There's the vinyl figures. Yeah, dude, they're really cool. Like, they're just hit, so... Uh, Think of like when the Funko Pops just came out, how much those are worth now. This is where the yeah. Funko Sodas is right now. So if you guys want to go to poppingofftoys.com and use the code Nashville Flippers, you're going to get 10% off everything that you buy at the website. And, and Chris, I know that you're a reseller just like me, like we've discussed and most of the people here in the chat. One of the things that I hate about selling Funko Pops is shipping them out because the collectors are really particular about how they come. They don't want the boxes dinged up or anything. So that's why popping off toys guarantees that your Funko Pop is going to come mint to your door. Ain't that crazy? Very nice. That's that's a great service, guys. So 
Yeah. <laughs> so if you're into Funko Pops, go to poppingofftoys.com and use the code Nashville Flippers and you'll receive 10% off. So overrated, underrated, Chris. Are you ready, my friend? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Overrated, underrated, Chris. Beaver tails. The food. I'm gonna say extremely underrated, extremely, and I'm gonna I'm gonna explain why, because there are very very little locations to get yourself a beaver tail. And to the uh, people that in the chat that are not familiar with beaver tails, beaver tail is the most amazing piece of beaver. I mean, no, I'm just kidding. It's not beaver. There's don't be don't be fooled by the name. It's a pastry. I need, I need to pull fried, up all the pictures so everyone can see it. It's a fried pastry, and they have decadent toppings on the top. I've, I've never really seen any uh, like savory ones, but there's a lot of dessert ones. So they'll put Nutella. They'll put uh, some, uh, I don't know, like M&Ms or uh, like cookie, like Oreo cookie on it with like an Oreo spread. It is absolutely money. I love the taste of it. It can be sweet. But it can be good like every once in a while. But I the, the taste of the pastry just coming out of the fryer is absolutely amazing. It, it's completely to die for. Well worth the money because you don't go there often. So like there's there's one there is chocolate spread. I'm, pr I'm pretty sure it's um, Nutella with some Reese's Pieces on it. So good. And even there's one Nutella with banana on it. So good. I love Ooh. I love the taste of it. It goes so well with a lot of these things. This is actually a real beaver tail. I don't know what. Oh, oh geez. <laughs> oh wow. But uh, so is this like a so this is like a fried pastry? It is. Yeah, it is. It's like a dough. Uh, okay. And they fry. Is it, it kind of like a like a funnel cake? Is it like a funnel cake or like an elephant ear? Do you know what those are? No, I've never heard of an elephant ear. Okay. Is it similar? Uh, now, is it crispy like a cracker or is it like doughy like a donut? Okay. So I would say it's it's thin. Uh, I don't know. Have you ever tried a bombolini? I know it's weird. No, it's, I don't know. That's what basically that is. a fry. It's like an Italian fried donut. Uh, but basically, it's, okay. it's a thin fried donut. So it has a kind of a chew to it, but it, the, the outside is crispy like the. The, the outsides of it okay okay nice yeah. nice nice okay so i'm guessing in your in your opinion it's underrated right it 1000 percent underrated one thousand more locations one thousand okay all right ken ken says that i love the beaver and the tail okay <laughs> uh swamp picker swamp picker oh, what's up he says beaver nuggets are good interesting might be i've a seen Louisiana people do thing. the I've seen people do catch cooking cooks of beaver and they are surprisingly loving the taste of beaver. So that's, it's, I'm not surprised if they Ooh. say it's pretty good. Okay. Okay. All right. So next one up, Chris, finding profitable items at the thrift store. Uh, now you've I'm had some really say... not good luck recently. I'd say the last two visits have been fairly mediocre, uh, but it's also taking into account the time that I'm going, 
as well as the location that I go to as well. Uh, I mean, I go there mid afternoon. So by the time I get there, uh, I'm pretty sure the resellers have all picked it out. Uh, so I don't manage to find a lot of the good stuff that I normally do. Uh, but I mean, in terms of rating itself, I'm going to say it's properly rated right now because it's okay. not, I, I don't think it's, it's underrated anymore. People know so much about it that, um, like a lot of people go to thrift stores to do that reselling stuff now. Uh, and then also it's, I don't think it's as underrated, overrated anymore. Um, it, I think it might've been a little while ago, but it's, it's still a, decent place to still get yourself some items to resell. Nice. So yeah. properly rated. And we'll get into we'll get into your Yu-Gi-Oh fine and your Lego fine here oh, in yeah. a little bit cuz I definitely want to hear hear about those yeah. those two finds cuz those are that Yu-Gi-Oh fine and that Lego fine crazy, bro. Yeah, like, I, that was insane. 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 And I, I knew about the Legos, like those Bionicle ones. Like, I yeah. know that some of those can be worth some big money. But uh, we'll get into that here in a sec. But uh, overrated, underrated, Toronto's very own Drake. Ooh. <laughs> Good question. Or I'm going to say he's – you know what? I'm going to say he's still underrated. And I'm, I'm going to tell you why he's still underrated, Ray. Underrated, he says. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to tell you why he's still underrated. He, tell me. Everyone gives him the 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 hate of being the uh, like the the light skin R&B rapper that that still doesn't think that he can still get by uh, with with whatever songs he does. But at the same time, he's been like putting out all these absolute bangers and he like he just they're they're really good when you actually listen to the album but i mean that's just my taste and like uh that's what i enjoy listening to like it's 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 a it's a great listen uh but again he he get he doesn't get the, he still doesn't get the respect i think he gets uh, or he deserves um i mean again his last album certified lover boy I thought it was a pretty decent album, and I, I frankly I think he he needed uh, like I, I think it was a lot different than what he's been bringing bringing out lately. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I give it a nice uh, scale of one to ten. I give it a nice six. Not on my favorite Drake album, but it's mm -hmm. it's okay. Oh yeah, no, it, by all means, it's not it's not my favorite either. But I mean, it's it's definitely decent. It's uh, it's a, it's a nice listen still uh, for me at least. Yeah, but he's come a long way, of course. So, all right. So let's move on. Overrated, underrated, Chris. Next one up: sourcing on Facebook Marketplace. Oof. I, I'm gonna go. I, I mean, I guess it depends where you are, but from where I am in the good part of Toronto. I'm going to say overrated. Uh, and this is why a lot of the people selling on Facebook marketplace, you can just tell right off the bat, they're resellers. Uh, so a lot of the time it, there's either very little chance for you to haggle with them 
uh, or you know the price that they're trying to sell it for is basically like eBay prices, which is ridiculous. So you're just going to keep finding all these listings until you find probably for every 100 listings, you're going to find one or two, I'd say, that are actually legit listings that you can probably make a decent profit off of. Like, and I'm not talking about like $10, $20 profits. I'm talking about like 50, 50 and up probably. Nice. So, yeah. Now, what are some, some good indicators that you know that an item is listed, that it's listed by a reseller on Facebook Marketplace? One of the things I'd say for like video games, for example, uh, they, they'll put $0 on it to get your eye on it, first of all. But then in the description, they list each price individually or to message for prices. I hate that. Yeah. I hate it too. It's so annoying. But yeah, that's just. I don't know why they do sad. that. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> we got a, we, we got a, I don't know if you saw this or not, but we got a bonus overrated underrated for you here, Chris, from the Knucklehead Hustler. He says overrated underrated Toronto Raptors. Oh man, they are horrible this year. <laughs> I mean, I, I want to love them and what they're trying to do. I just don't think they have the pieces right now. I think they're properly rated. I'd say they're not overrated to this to the extent that they're going to do well this year, and they're not underrated that you have this feeling that they are going to like just squeak to the playoffs. Uh, mm -hmm. I just think that they're they don't they have decent players. I mean. They, they have this thing on their their team like with positionless playing right now and for some to some extent it works but I, I think they're getting destroyed in when it comes to like the like the front court they we have a very lack like a big lack of centers I'd say uh, which I think we need a, like another star at least as well um, Gary Trent is I think is doing really well but he's just not there to get to where we need to be um, like Van Fleet and Pascal Siakam I think are complimentary players uh i don't think they're stars just yet nice well there you go knucklehead yeah. he said he's got there a soft go. spot in his heart because he used to be his team in nba hang time that game was a bang i love that game that was that one of game the is best games underrated for sure yeah one thousand percent i love that game big head mode Oh man, it's that game is uh, underrated for sure. So uh, let's move on, Chris. Overrated, underrated. Number five, the Penguin, the Batman villain. Hmm. Like, okay, is this the cartoon Penguin or the real life TV show or movie Penguin? You tell me, man. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, overrated, actually. I think... Overrated? Had, the... uh, sorry, Oswald I think... Oswald Cobblepot. <laughs> yeah, I, I, th I just think that he he's definitely lacking in his, uh, his ability to get the job done. Uh, which okay. makes me believe that he's very overrated. Uh, regardless of which uh, actor is playing the Penguin, uh, I just think that he needs to step up his game. Ooh, Sorry, guys. Like the show? 
uh, in his ability to uh, destroy the Batman. Gotcha. 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 <laughs> yeah. I know that supposedly the new uh, uh, Batman movie is going to have the penguin in it. So Ooh. I'm excited okay. to see what that, uh, they come about, you know? So man, Danny DeVito did a great job with the penguin when, and Batman returns. I'll tell you that. Cause that is, yeah, I did like him there. Yeah. What a, one ugly looking character, one ugly looking dude. <laughs> For sure. So next one up, Chris, overrated, underrated, reselling Legos or Lego. I got to make sure I say that right because all the Lego people will come at me. <laughs> uh, I, I'm honestly, I'm going to say it's, I think it's properly rated right now. Um, I think okay. there's a good amount of people right now that think that uh, like they have a good idea of what Lego can resell for, especially the retired sets. Um, but I also think that it's at a point right now where it's not that oversaturated. Uh, I, I, I did, at least I don't think they are uh, with certain sets. So that's why. And I, I think that there are a lot of people that are just starting to learn more about it more now, too. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's what I think about Lego so far. OK, at least. Nice, nice, nice. And again, we'll talk about your little Lego haul here in a sec. So I'm excited to hear about that. So this one's up your alley, uh, Chris. Overrated, underrated, fishing. Oh. I'll, I'll tell you what. Fishing is extremely underrated. Like the amount of relaxation I get from fishing, regardless of me catching a fish or not, is the most is the most gratifying thing I could ever do uh, when it comes to just finding time for yourself and um, getting like doing something that you enjoy doing the most. And then obviously when you catch a fish, it's a bonus. But uh, again, mm -hmm. I just find it absolutely relaxing. Uh, doesn't matter what fish I catch. It can be the smallest sunfish. It could be the largest bass. I'm happy with whatever I catch. That's awesome, dude. I I never got into fishing. You know, my dad didn't fish. I didn't know anybody that fished. So the 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 times I was out there, I was like, man, I don't know what the heck I'm doing here. This is this is crazy. I'd rather be at home playing NBA hang time. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, my my dad was a big fishing guy. He he did it okay. like when we were uh, like when he, they just moved to Canada. Uh, almost like like every weekend in the summer they went fishing. That's how crazy it was. Uh, so, I mean, I, I would say, like, probably when I hit the, uh, I don't know, 12, 13-year-old mark is when I really started wanting to do, like, like really for myself and just learn more about fishing and wanting to understand, like, the lures and the rods. And, uh, like, uh, it's just such a fun thing to understand mm -hmm. and, and learn about. You got to get in, you got to get into you have to teach me, man, because I don't know anything about it. You know, it's, yeah. I think it's one of those things that you have to go with someone uh, to do it for sure. So uh, next one up, Chris, overrated, underrated, blue Ikea bags, my friend. Who? I'm, I'm going to say they're underrated right now, actually. I, I honestly think it's the most versatile bag you can bring. And I, I just think that, Incredible. yeah, resellers and resellers know about it, but I don't think. There, there needs to more be more of a broader audience 
that know the capability of what an actual IKEA bag can hold because it can hold some crazy weight. I've held a printer. I don't in understand there. what it's made out of. Like a, I have no idea. There's like strands of adamantium. Like is it just like plastic, plastic tarp or? <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea. It's, it's insane, but like it can hold quite That's a bit. Girl. Like Great. whether you're using it for like reselling or like just like holding clothes for laundry or I don't know, like food, like like holding yeah. a whole bunch of like trays that you want to bring to a party. That thing can hold so much. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. That's great. We got we got two bonus questions right here too. Uh Chris, so let's go ahead and answer those. Overrated, underrated MetaZoo. I don't know if you know what this is. The new uh, TCG I have, yeah. that everyone's been talking about. I don't I know have. much about it. You know, I don't know if you know much about it. So yeah. if you do, please educate us. Okay, so I mean, I'm not really, I haven't purchased any MetaZoo, but I, I'm fully aware of what it is. I, I know that it's definitely in its infancy state right now. So I would say it's super underrated right now. The market is just starting to hit with MetaZoo. So like when you see these, like these boxes or booster packs go on sale, they, they go, they sell out fairly quickly and they resell for a decent amount too. So, uh, but the thing is, is that it's not as like, it's not as uh, uh, what's the word it's, it's because it's so new. There's not very much out there still. So the demand there for is for it is really high right now. Uh, and then also they have a lot of backing too, like the, with the Steve Aoki and stuff. Uh, so that I, I think they have a good, like solid foundation of building something really great, um, like potentially of what magic could was is right now. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 getting there. I think they're in the right directions. So it's still underrated for me though. Okay, nice. I need to, I need to do some more research on that for sure. So uh, we have another bonus uh, overrated underrated here, Chris. I can pop it up here we go uh reselling electronics overrated or underrated i love it i'm gonna go with overrated though um i think a lot of people are steering to electronics in general uh so usually when you go to a thrift store a lot of the places that you uh, at least that i see uh it's already been looked at and um pretty much gone through so uh, i'd say electronics is slightly overrated right now uh with the market and uh the saturation of electronics but don't get me wrong like it even though i i think it's overrated it's still one of the best like buy like buy rates that you can have to sell on your ebay account i love selling electronics so anytime i can sell electronics i will do that 1000 percent over uh clothing just because it's not really my thing Yeah, same here. I, I'm not a big fan of selling clothing unless it's like some vintage sportswear, you know, that I'm familiar with. But, you know, I don't know. Like sell, selling Patagonia to me really doesn't get my, I don't know, gets me excited, you know. Yeah. I mean, it did in the beginning because, I mean, I was learning about it, right? Uh, and then so, I mean, yeah, uh -huh. it was okay in the very beginning. But then. I noticed with the the margins that I was making and the prices that they were selling them for in thrift stores, it just wasn't worth it for me to sell constant clothing all the time uh, and making five ten dollars per per shirt. Uh, with electronics, I was making like 
good 50 to 60 dollar profits and up some maybe 100 even so that's why i really enjoy selling and also testing too i enjoy testing the electronics oh okay that hey that's new to me i hate testing electronics <laughs> you know like all that i think is a big hassle uh ken says no money, no money. clothes zero none i know there is somebody <laughs> in clothes I'm sure he a lot of the stuff he does is clothes. He I he can get oh, that market. It's, okay. just, it's just not there for me. It's all it's not for me. Okay. Gotcha. There you go. There you go. So overrated, underrated, Chris. Taco Bell. Ooh, Taco Bell. I'm you know what? I, I'm gonna go with properly rated. I, I think they they have a mean chalupa. They have decent prices. Uh, I love their quesadilla. I think they have some great selection for the price that they like. You can buy one for. Um, so that, I, I think that's. I think what you're paying for is what you're going to expect out of their type of like, I guess, kind of Mexican food. I guess. Okay. Now, uh, what is what is Chris's go-to uh, meal at a at a Taco Bell. So it's definitely the uh, like beef chalupa with. Uh, I know they have it with uh, cheese, like the fry supreme, and then I will get a Mountain Dew Baja Blast. That is one drink I enjoy. Ooh, there you go, there you go, nice, nice. So let's see here. Um, Knucklehead Hustler says, I'm the opposite. Uh, clothing and cards are my jam. Uh, we have the homie uh, Landshark Picker. What's up, sir? He's in the house. He says, Chris, what's up? Good to see you, Landshark. The homie. Uh, so last one, Chris. Overrated, underrated, my friend. Selling sports cards. Okay, so this this could have been... Yeah, you know, because this is this has been tough as of late, at least. Uh, I would say it's been before April. I would say it was. Uh, I'd say it's properly rated, uh, but since then, I think it's been a bit more overrated now, just because of how the market is. Uh, it's definitely declined significantly from uh, when where it was before. I mean, you can. At one point, you could have gotten a like a Luka Doncic uh, rookie card, a base one for over twelve hundred bucks. But now it's probably worth about uh, I don't know four or five hundred bucks right now. PSA ten, and um, I think it didn't help too with the way uh, uh, like PSA shut down their grading. I think uh, I think a lot of yeah. people's cards were were held in PSA in their and their trenches because it, they were so backlogged and uh, that definitely didn't help people trying to get their returns too. Uh, so, I mean, people are still waiting probably for a year now for their cards. I'm still waiting since February uh, for my return. I have a, like a bunch of Zions and a bunch of Luca oh, wow. rookies in there. And so I'm waiting to get that back. I'm probably going to get it in February, I'm assuming. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's been, I think it's been over a bit overrated now. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I still collect. I'm a I'm an avid collector, uh, so it's mm -hmm. I, I don't I don't let it phase me with what I'm trying to do. 
Uh, but reselling is a bit tough right now, especially to with uh, uh, boxes or packs right now. Uh, they don't go for as much as you think they would be anymore. Uh, maybe when they just get released, it might go for at least maybe three extra money. Uh, but then when the other sets start coming out, you, you may be able to luckily like be lucky to get double uh, your money. Okay, nice. I know that um, I started picking up sports cards in the height just so I can trade for Pokemon cards. That was me, you know, because nice. of the sports cards people. They knew that if they saw Pokemon cards, they would pick them up so they can trade for sports. So it's like, yeah. you know, whatever we can get our hands on, you know, there was a way to trade for sure. Uh, Knucklehead Hustler says, I gave my mom a heart attack uh, showing her the top prices of PS PSA sports cards. Wow. I'm interested to see which ones you showed her because, you know, and Michael Jordan rookie and all that stuff. I'm sure that brings Probably. crazy money. <laughs> Wait to show her a black label uh, Beckett Beckett ten. You know those are the oh, that's those the, are the minty ones. Yeah, that's that's the one you want to get if you can't get a PSA ten. The, the black label. There you go, black yeah. label baby. But that that ends our uh, overrated underrated segment of the show. Chris, thank you so much for answering those questions. Yeah, I enjoyed Again, guys. Yeah, man, it's nice. It's a nice little, you know, get to know you a little more. Get to <laughs> get to see what the your menu item at Taco Bell is. <laughs> like we know what to purchase for you, you know, for dinner kind of stuff, you know. So again, guys, Absolutely. if you're listening to the podcast, make sure you hit the subscribe button, leave a five star review, and and put down a um a uh, rating for sure and if you want to listen to if you want to see the podcast come over to the youtube channel the nashville flippers and make sure you subscribe and now you can actually see us on spotify so if you bring up the uh this week in reselling you get to see our pretty faces on spotify so if you like that check that out for sure so and uh, one thing guys make sure to follow us on all of our social media platforms the nashville flippers on uh youtube tiktok and instagram and make sure you follow chris on almost all of his socials his link tree is down in the description below and christmas is coming up guys and one of the really cool things that you may want to pick up your significant other is some nashville flippers merch so we just brought out some new merch. We have the new uh, Collegiate Flip logo and T-shirt and the new Risk It for the Biscuit T-shirt. Because oh, when you're nice. at the thrift store and you don't know what you need to pick up, sometimes you just got to risk it for the biscuit. You feel me? <laughs> and we talked about fishing. Nice uh, for, oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, so we talked about fishing. So we have a new uh, the Nashville Flippers inspired uh, Bass Pro Shop uh, mug here. Oh, that's awesome. If you you want to, with with the catfish, and uh, we actually got these made. So, Chris, I I would love to send one of these to you. Look at here. Oh, my God. That is nuts. That is Nashville Flipper. uh, Nashville Flippers, Bass Pro Shop, uh, Trucker Hats. So, those are coming soon. And uh, actually, I, th- I only got a short run, so I'm thinking about just giving them out to um, one of my good friends. So if uh, I'll get your address, Chris, and I'll send you one of these to you. Yeah, I know. Me, ditto sure. to you, too, man. I got to send you some stuff, too. That's an awesome design, though. I love it. Yeah, I figured, you know, um, Tennessee, we're known for catfish. So we thought, hey, let's let's put a catfish on this thing. 
So I thought it was cool. Uh, so I just turned on, just turned on my FaceTime on accident. So we'll turn that off. Quit FaceTime. There we go. All right. All right. So Chris, uh, I know that we, we teased this a little bit. So, um, tell us about your Yu-Gi-Oh haul and, uh, tell us about your Lego haul. Cause guys, and if you haven't seen his videos, go to his YouTube channel, please check out the Yu-Gi-Oh haul. It was crazy. And then the Lego haul that you had, I don't know which one was bigger of a haul, Chris. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so I mean, I'll, I'll be glad to give you the numbers too of what they sold for. So, um, yeah. So like, the the first one I found was uh, the Yu Gi Oh set. Um, so I was at a random thrift store uh, just after dropping off my packages. So I decided to hop in. Maybe I could find something. And lo and behold, I found a bag, like in the like the baggy section of. Funny enough, it's like office equipment office supplies and i found like four packs of Yu-Gi-Oh cards in the pack like in the bag and they were brand new sealed and like i mean i didn't really think anything of it really uh, i thought okay they're just going to be regular packs but uh, knowing their their packs i can probably get them for selling for maybe 20 bucks a piece uh even yeah. like at the very lowest so I, I said, okay, I'll just take them because uh, they're three ninety nine, like three dollars and ninety nine cents for four packs. I think still think it's still a great deal for that number of packs. So I and then after that, then that's when I really started looking at the sold comps of them. So when I looked at it, and um, I thought at first I thought I had first edition ones. Um, so I'll t I'll tell you what I like what they were really. It was. Uh, it was a Yu-Gi-Oh blister pack. Uh, it was the, oh, okay. It's the TCG Metal Raiders Unlimited. Uh, it was the 2002 blister pack. So this was the first edition unlimited blister pack. So it it's, it wasn't the actual first edition, but it was the actual like first edition of the second print really. Uh, so I mean, when I posted it, uh, I, I got some mixed reactions. Uh, people thought uh, or commenting on me saying, hey, you don't have that great of a pack right now. Like, because I was saying that, like, I saw packs going for like 300, 200 bucks. Uh, and I mean, they, they were insisting that it was not the right packs. And uh, lo and behold, I think the one that that person was looking at was literally looking at an older or not an older one, but just uh, they know they saw the ones with the English edition at the very top right from what you're showing there, Ray. Mine didn't have any of those, and it also had the old Konami symbol uh -huh. on it. Uh, so that's why I knew I had something fairly interesting there, because instead of that Konami, the word Konami itself, it was the original logo, which is the square one with the like the orange and red. Uh, kind of like wave flags on them with the word Konami. That's the that's what will let you know it's an older pack. Uh, and then gotcha. there was nothing on the, on the right side. Uh, so I, I learned more about this stuff. I tried looking up to figure out what they were selling for. So my goodness. Um, okay, so I'll I sold all four of them probably within a span of uh, I'd say four weeks. So I, I probably sold yeah a pack a week probably. 
the last one I sold was to a guy in England. Uh, so keep in mind, guys, I spent three ninety nine on the four packs. Uh, this one sold for $190. Yes. So the first one sold for $190. The second one sold for uh, $140. The next one sold for $175. And the last one sold for $185. So That's crazy. Quite the return, I'd say. Quite the return. Yes. That's amazing, man. Yeah. And then you got them for three ninety nine, like all of them for three ninety nine. Yeah. And uh, luckily, I mean, I I posted it correctly. I made sure I put the right title because they absolutely destroy you if you do not title it correctly. I got messages mm. uh, just because I forgot the word unlimited, but I never mentioned it was first edition or anything. But they assumed yeah. that I was trying to scam people, thinking that it was first gotcha. edition. And I kept mentioning, no, it's not. And I, like I never mentioned it. If if I showed that it's first edition, let me know, and I'll gladly remove it. Uh, so as soon as I put the unlimited thing, no one messaged me after that, and I got all positive feedback for each one. So they knew what they were getting, and it was in great condition. I made sure I protected the heck out of them. That's awesome, dude. Who would have thought, right? Yeah. Who would have thought? Imagine what those imagine what those packs have been through like where were they like how did they get to goodwill like how did they remain in the blister you know that's what was yeah. crazy to me. and this is 2002 guys it's not even like like five years ago this is way longer than that yeah it's crazy man i mean that's still a long time ago but i mean it's wild it's wild for yeah. sure but Chris, tell us about your other big haul on those uh, Lego Bionicle toys that you found. Because yeah, that was, was another crazy. I, I I never thought I would find like good things like within like two weeks in a row. So this is, literally was the next week. I went to the same location uh, just to see what I had and uh, what they had. Sorry, and I, I just think it's funny because um, in the video I mentioned that uh, what like I. I dreamt about something that I could find and I, I could have sworn like I, I dreamt about finding Legos at a thrift store. I know it's weird, but I dreamt about it. And so that day I like the next day I went to a thrift store and I found all these Legos. It's insane. So I found these uh, discontinued retired sets. Uh, these go back all the way from 2001. Uh, so I found five different, uh, different Lego Bionicle characters. They were all brand new sealed in their box, like in their containers. Uh, and to be honest, uh, they sold probably within all five of them within a week and a half. Uh, it was insane. Uh, I paid about $5.99 for each container. $5.99. Uh, and it's funny because uh, I sold two of them to separate people. And then I sold three of them uh, to the same person. Uh, so wow. I'll just give you a rundown of what those sold for here. So, uh, I mean, again, these are, you guys can look it up yourself, Lego Technic Bionicle. Uh, and then if you just search the characters, brand new sealed, they, they just go for stupid money. It's insane. Uh, so this one, the first one was for $127.99. Uh, the next one sold for two hundred and thirty nine ninety nine. 
that was probably my most expensive one. Oh. Uh, and then I sold I sold three of them all together to the same person for three hundred and twenty nine ninety nine. Incredible. So the thing like, was, they were yeah. all sealed, right? Yeah, they were all brand new sealed. Like you don't find this stuff ever. Like this is once in a lifetime find for me. And uh, yeah, I made sure I I sat on them. Was it made was both? What's that? Sorry, go ahead. Do, was it in the same thrift store that you found the Yu Gi Oh cards and the Bionicle figures? It was. Yeah, it was. I looked in the toy section of this same location. And lo and behold, they were in the very bottom shelf. So no one looked at the bottom shelf. And luckily for me, I was able to find them there. That's crazy, man. I know that um, there's a mask that's worth a ton of money from Lego Bionicles. And I, I think it might be one of these gold masks. That's what I can't remember which one, but just the mask alone is worth like a ton of money. But uh, really? those are bolos for sure, guys. If you can find the Lego Bionicles, they are not cheap, and they are super expensive. I can't. Re I'm doing the. You know, I'm sure you can see that that I'm doing the the, uh, the search. But like, look at this red one is seventy four dollars or best offer for a mask. <laughs> That's insane. For the mask, not necessarily like the whole figure, but just the mask. So yeah. some of them are worth some pretty good money. So if you guys see even parts of those Bionicle figures, you know, I think these are, I think these are um, like 3D printed or something like that, you know? Yeah, they look like it. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, I wish I can, well, I guess I can do this, right? Highest to lowest. Here we go. This one. Oh, my goodness. $810. And that was bids, 59 bids sold on November the 20th for $810 for a little piece of plastic. The uh, Lego Bionicle Makuda Pearl Gold Mask from the set 8758. It's a misprint. Interesting. Oh, that's so I guess why. that's why it's really. Yeah. So guys, if you see if you see these little masks, let's say in a bin of a garage sale or your local thrift store, don't pass up on them cuz here's the another one, same one, $724. Um here's a lot of a lot of masks for 479 that sold. I mean, these suckers are not cheap. So uh I know when you posted that video, I'm like, oh, I know I know what those are. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> definitely a great find, Chris. Let's say hi to some people in the chat for sure. Uh Quimby says, Hello, hi friends. Happy Sunday. Hope you enjoyed your Thanksgiving. Love Quimby. Good to see you, Quimby. The knucklehead hustler, he says, Chris, want to drew me up some sweet Pokemon finds? <laughs> hey, I heard that yeah, I too, wish. bro. I wish. For I sure. hear you. I hear you. But uh Chris. Uh, we're getting down to the nitty gritty, of course. Thank you so much for coming on. You know, of course, we're at an hour, so I don't want to keep you more than that. But uh, last last thing that I have for you, Chris, 
Give mm-hmm. us some tips for someone that might want to get into reselling, so a new reseller, if you will, and give yeah. us some tips for uh, a reseller that uh, has been doing this for a while, you know, maybe like, like uh, us, and uh, maybe he's been struggling or, you know, needs some help or, you know, just kind of, you know, some tips for an experienced professional reseller that's been doing it for a while. And they're, you know, maybe they're losing some steam and, you know, life is getting to them. And just uh, give us some tips, Chris. All right. So, I mean, th- I mean, there's definitely ones you've heard out there, like, uh, uh, like start off with things that you want, like you have at home uh, so that you could start practicing off of them. But um, uh, one, one thing I probably want to keep saying is like, obviously reselling isn't easy, but I enjoy selling just certain items. I get so super pumped when I find them. Uh, so like if, if you have a certain niche that you think that you like that you enjoy and just really love, I'd say like, don't hesitate with looking for that stuff. Like keep going with that. If you know that that's something that you're really pumped for. Um, but I mean, don't get me wrong. You, I still enjoy finding other stuff that I can resell too. Um, but then, I mean, not like not to be boring or anything, but I, I'd say also invest in proper equipment too. Uh, when you're starting off, you can probably get a decent like scale or something. I think one that's one of the biggest things that I would say investing in is invest in a really good scale. Uh, when you're starting off, it's not easy to to get the exact weight with just like a regular, I don't know, weight scale. So I would say get yourself a really good scale uh, in the beginning. Um, equipment like boxes or like tape and stuff, you can get that anywhere. You can go to a, mm-hmm. a dump or like a, a, I don't know, like your Amazon boxes that you buy stuff off from Amazon. You can keep those. Uh, I mean, you, I, I mean, I have a label printer as well, and I'd say, yes, it is definitely worth it in the long run. Uh, maybe in the beginning when you're starting off, uh, if you're only doing like one or two items uh, in sales, like very rarely, I don't think it's something that you want to invest in right away. Uh, I think when you get to that point, then yeah, uh, by all means, because it's definitely an ink saver. You do not have to worry about buying ink anymore. Um, but yeah, uh, like Kent said, buy a Rolo. That's that's definitely a good brand to get. Uh, I have a zebra specifically. Uh, those are I, I enjoy having uh, my zebra. I haven't had any issues with it. Uh, but yeah, that, other than that, I mean, it's don't uh, just don't try to like force yourself to do it as well. Uh, just understand it's all a process. You'll start to develop your your like your uh, what's the word? Your your processes essentially. You'll you start to develop mm-hmm. your own systems to help you with whether it be listing, packing, uh, and then shipping. And you'll uh, you'll get very comfortable with that eventually. And yeah, I mean, it's it's yeah. <laughs> I guess uh, I don't know because I mean, it, you, you've heard pretty much all of them. Like I, I don't want to keep being. Uh, uh, repetitive with with all the ones because I mean I'm sure everyone's heard it as well. It, you, don't start off too big as well. I mean, start off with the things that you can handle uh, in the beginning. There you go, there you go for sure. Great tips, Chris. And uh, I want to give you guys a tip as well. I know we were talking about thermal printers, 
And uh, this company actually sponsored one of our uh, TikTok videos recently. It's called, the company's called IDPRT. They also do sell thermal printers. Right now they're doing a promotion. If you go to their Amazon, they have two different thermal printers. Uh, this one here, if you click on the coupon, you'll save an instant $40 off. Nice. And um, if you use this code here, ZD3CDL52, you'll get an extra 10% off. Nice. And they have a, a smaller version, which the uh, the labels don't go, you know, they don't have a spot for the labels like the Rolo. This yeah. one is $139, but you instantly save $30 off when you click on the coupon here on Amazon. And I do have a code for that as well, guys. If you use the code ID IDPRTSP410, you'll get an extra 10% off. So if you're on the fence of buying uh, some sort of thermal printer and you want to save some money, go with these. They do the same thing. You know, I personally have a Rolo myself, but these do the same thing, hmm. guys. Yeah, I love that first one. You're on the fence I mean, on that. I, you know, now's the time. I love the it. enclosed. I like that it's enclosed. I, I prefer that mm -hmm. having the, the actual roll itself enclosed yeah. so you don't have to worry about having a spot to have your label somewhere. Exactly. They did send me these uh, printers, and I gave them away. So I don't have any any of them like here physically to show uh. you guys. So, <laughs> yeah, luckily enough, I already had one. But I'm sure they're a great company. They um, they've sent me labels and stuff like that. So if uh, if I ever get another one, I'll definitely give it away here on YouTube because I haven't got, given it away here on YouTube. So uh, maybe hey, maybe we're close to two thousand subscribers. Maybe on the two thousand subscriber, we'll give one away. So. Uh, Stay tuned for that for sure. But uh, yeah, go to those links, and uh, they're they're linked down in the link my link tree down below. So if you guys want to purchase one, go ahead. I don't get any kickback from it. It's just for you guys. I thought it was a pretty good deal, and I want to make sure to plug that for you guys because I thought it was a good a good deal for everyone. So uh, so yeah, Chris, thank you so much for coming on, brother. It was a uh, joyful experience like always. Yeah, no, I appreciate you having me on, Ray. Too bad Dustin couldn't be on, but I mean, it, it was great seeing you, man. Uh, yeah, man. I had, had a pleasure. Uh, I hope uh, you guys keep doing what you're doing over there, man. I got to learn that. Like, you guys have been so hard on TikTok. I really want to start getting on that. That's pretty cool. So, dude, you like, would be perfect at it. You would be perfect. <laughs> it's, it really happened by accident. You know, like all, you know, it's one of those things to where, you know, the pandemic happened. You know, you download TikTok because it's like, Everyone's telling you to download TikTok and then you finally yeah. start making content. And then people are like, man, people actually like like these videos. And, and then like you be like I became monetized rather quickly on that platform. So I'm like, yeah. sure, let's do it. And then brands started reaching out. So it's like, let's keep this rolling. So uh, you know, so I would definitely advise that you get on there sooner than later for sure. Yeah. So yeah, no, for you'll, sure. You'll you gotta grow. show me some uh, some things. Yeah, man. And the good, the cool thing is too that um, everyone's going to that short video platforms, you know. So it's like I repurpose my TikTok for everything. I even started a Pinterest to repurpose my TikTok videos. Ooh. Yeah, so it's like I put the same TikTok video on Shorts and Reels and Pinterest and. Now, Facebook is doing something similar. I'm not a big Facebook guy myself, so I'm like, ah, whatever. So, <laughs> so, but yeah, Chris, 
thank you so much for coming on brother it's been a pleasure like always i hope that you continue to do what you're doing guys make sure you follow him on all of his socials his link tree is down in the description below so anything else for the people chris uh no i'd say seriously i like i really appreciate you guys uh joining the chat uh everyone that's uh been in here for the whole interview and uh yeah seriously it's been a awesome experience and uh gotta do it another time uh, and i gotta get you on my channel too right let's do it part two baby let's do it awesome yeah. all right go. guys so my name is ray and this is chris there, there you go i always forget to tell people that we're gonna do that how we end it my apologies chris. <laughs> but uh we'll catch you guys on the flip side see y'all peace later guys